Santeria has two aspects. One of them has a lot to do with killing animals because we believe in uh, ritualistic sacrifice of animals, like all pagan religions. Mm. Um, unfortunately, there is a mindset sometimes that it that you have to give blood to make something happen, and that's not how it works. Wow. Like you could light a candle, you could do a lot with herbs, and you don't need to kill something. A killing an animal is very sacred in our religion, and the people who you see publicizing it on TikTok and Instagram, mm. and they're killing all these animals and they're mistreating them. That's not that's not what the religion's about. today's episode of Holly Weird Paranormal, we get Holly Weird with Santeria. And with whom better to do that with is Tanya of Ashe Imports. Tanya is a practicing medium and Santeria priestess. Tanya takes us for a ride and schools us in the belief systems, the ways and the traditions, along with the misconceptions of her religious beliefs. We also talk about her spiritual journey into her mediumship and how she helps the people in her community. And then it gets even weirder as she talks about her experience at Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum. You definitely don't want to miss out on this episode. So let's get ready as we take a ride and we have a better understanding on the religion of Santeria. Let's understand the ways of the saints or the ochas. And let's prepare ourselves for one hell of Olympia. Let's get Holly Weird with Santeria. Welcome to Holly Weird Paranormal Podcast. We're your hosts, Tammy Merhab Chavez. Hello, I'm Bryce Mitchell Williams. And if you're new to Holly Weird Paranormal, welcome. We have many things in store for you in the future. And if you want to get caught up with our past episodes and seasons, you can definitely stalk us on hollyweirdparanormal.com. And if you're an OG Holly Weird Paranormal listener, then welcome back. Where have you been? We have a great treat for you guys. Uh, We're yes. going to talk about Santeria. And we have a friend of ours who is a very special guest. Her name is Tanya, and she's better known as Tanya of Ashe Imports. I'm going to read her little bio. I know that we probably listened to it earlier in the intro. So Tanya is the owner of Ashe Imports. She is also practicing uh, practicing Santeria Priestess, Yaya and Palo Mayombe. She's also clairaudient, clairvoyant, and she's also a medium. Uh, she is the other half or the better looking half of the upcoming <laughs> podcast of Brujo 101 that uh, <coughs> your girl here has definitely been a part of. And I'm very yes. excited for the release Yay. of this podcast. And um, we are going to be talking to her about normalizing the conversations of our elders, our ancestors, our family members who have passed on as well. Tanya, thank you so much for joining us on Hollywood Paranormal. Let's just jump into it. So tell us, you know, and our listeners, your journey with mediumship and your gifts. 
Okay, so first of all, thank you guys for having me on. Um, You're welcome. I'm always listening. This is like surreal, right? <laughs> so, for us too, don't worry. Yes, <laughs> we've, we've always been stalking. <laughs> so, um, so basically the way that it worked out in my family is my mother's from Mexico City. My father's from the U.S. Um, so my mother actually went to religious school all her life, Catholic school. Which really turned her off to organized religion very early on. Um, she ended up coming to the states, and then once she was here, she was she was the kind of person who always liked to get her fortune told, right? Mm. So read the cards for me, throw the tea leaves. Like I remember oh, wow. being five or six, and we would go to see scary movies, and we had a Ouija <laughs> board, and it was mm. all very like normalized in my house. You know, you had like, a very healthy upbringing. Very very healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass that down to my son. He has his first Ouija board at 13. But <laughs> so um, what happened was she would go to this lady who threw the cards, a Cuban lady. And one day when the when she went to get her cards thrown, the lady told her, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I'm a Santera. I just throw the cards as a means to, you know, be able to uh, fortune tell. But I don't need the cards. Like, I'm telling you things because I'm a medium, because I'm psychic. And my mom was like, okay, totally intrigued, right? So I probably was about nine or eight years old. Wow. And I really kept going back to this lady. And very quickly, it escalated. Like, unfortunately, the person who she fell in with in Santeria was a person who was very, like, hell and brimstone. If you don't do mm. this, this is going to happen. If you don't do this, this is... And my mom, being very naive... I was like, oh, I need to do all these things they're telling me to do. And I need to, oh. you know, so she did. She had a lot of faith from this, from the onset. Um, and she ended up getting elekes, which are these. And then she ended up doing santo, which is a very big ceremony. But literally, I want to say that she did it within two years of meeting this lady or less, which oh. was a very big deal. Like she didn't have money to pay for it because it was so expensive. Um, she had just started doing real estate. She put it on credit cards in the 80s, okay? Uh, and um, so, you know, she she was also Mexican, and this is a Cuban religion. And so she got a lot, and but she looks, my mother looks American. She has green eyes, blonde hair. So she got a lot of pushback very early on because they thought, who's this white person stealing wow. religion? Uh, but luckily for her and for me, she already had uh, psychic abilities, she now tells me that she remembers being in the nun in the nun school and they would play um, heavy as uh, light as a feather, heavy as a board. Oh, and she's, oh. she's like, I remember doing all these things and things would happen. And I remember that everybody would get scared but me. Like she was always there, like, <laughs> you know, so I think for the time that I was about eight or nine and then my mom got into Santeria, she really liked the spiritual side of it. Mm. Santeria has two aspects. One of them has a lot to do with killing animals because we believe in uh, ritualistic sacrifice of animals, like all pagan religions. Mm. Um, unfortunately, there is a mindset sometimes that it that you have to give blood to make something happen, and that's not how it works. Wow. Like you could light a candle, you could do a lot with herbs, and you don't need to kill something. A killing an animal is very sacred in our religion. And the people who you see publicizing it on TikTok and Instagram, mm. and they're killing all these animals and they're mistreating them. That's not 
that's not what the religion's about. Mm. So very early on, my mom was very careful about things like that. Mm-hmm. I have a sister and a brother. My sister's also religious. My brother is not practicing. Um, so she just really got into like mediumship. So she started looking into things because she was a person who really liked to read. So she's, you know, we would water gaze, we'd get a bowl, sit in front of a mirror and water gaze. I'm like 10. And then we would do our <laughs> own like misas espirituales, which are basically wow. like seances in Santeria, but you're not trying to contact one person. You're trying to figure out who your spiritual guides are. Oh, wow. I think the earliest recollect, and it would be me, my sister and my mom. Because we had, she had no one who was willing to teach her. It was so secretive. It's like the early 90s now, right? She's already done the ceremony. It's so secretive. So she was like, forget this. I'm going to show you guys. Because in our religion, you get you get what's called Eita, which tells you about your life. So it tells you the things to avoid in your life. Mm. And it it's very precise. It will tell you the amount of children you will have. It will tell you if you're going to stay with your husband It will tell you it's very, and that's what we follow once we do that ceremony. We follow Ita. We try to follow Ita because we're human, right? So then Mm -hmm. they could tell you that guy's no good. And you're like, just three more years. We'll be okay. So my mom and her Ita, it came out that her children, one of her kids was going to be psychic. And that her other kids were going to have some kind of gift. So my mom right away was like, who's it going to be? Let's go. Let's do visas, you know, and I think when I was about 13, we were doing a mass and I remember sitting there and then I remember being above in the room. I could wow. see, Whoa. I could see my, well, my mom was also taking me to meditation circles. Mm. Oh, there you go. Right. So it was all about energy very early on. And I remember seeing myself from the top to the bottom and like, I'm in the corner of the house. We had an old house that had really high, um, feelings and I remember going oh like I'm 13 I was like oh shit that's me and then it scared me so much yeah I was like and then right when I realized it was me I came back down but what stayed with me was that I had seen things Mm. things that were entities that told me they walked with me and I started telling my mom I saw this I saw that and she was like, okay, okay, well, let's figure this out. Let's see what's going on. And from then on, she would take me to a lot of misas, which are spiritual masses. Because in Santeria, we believe that's what you do to hone your gift as a medium. Mm. There's different mediums. There's people who are clairaudient where you hear things. You know, some people will be like, oh, uh, it's a little birdie. It's not a birdie. It's not a birdie. It's something that's trying to communicate with you, right? So, or and some people are clairvoyant, they'll see things. And there's like mm-hmm. a lot of different, you know, there's the, fly, the five clairs. Mm-hmm. And I'm a person who sees things. I feel things. I hear things, wow. you know. So I'm like Yoda. I know these things. <laughs> <laughs> and it amazes me that this all happened at 13. Like, I think about the things that I went through in 13 and how they scared me. I can't even imagine, yeah. you know, getting these messages from these beings that are telling you hey we walk aside aside with you i mean were these positive beings were there your um mm. i guess like you know in in witchcraft we have like familiars like were they kind of considered something like that well i had familiars in my cuadro in my spiritual so we believe i should explain this we believe in santeria when you're born okay. god assigns all of the spirit guides that you're going to get 
and he already knows what kind of life you're going to lead. So he knows to give you, there's people who have nuns who walk with them and they're very calm. And there's people who have other santeros who have passed on who walk with them. And there's people who have shaman and witch doctors and gypsies. And so Olofi, God is already knowing the path that you're going to take and what you're going to need. So everybody who Olofi assigned to me um, was kind of making an appearance. And then as people pass on in your family, even if you're not close to them, some people will latch onto you because they know that you have a gift and you're going to attend them one way or another. You're mm. going to be the person who lights a candle for them. You're going to be a person who does something for them. So at 13, all of these things are like kind of coming fast. And then it scared me. Mm. And oh, I, I can like, imagine. And then I had a very vivid dream and I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. So then I stopped going to masses. I st- I was like, mom, I don't want to do it. And my mom's always been very like, oh, you're going to end up doing it anyway. Sure, take a break. So, <laughs> Just take a breather. That's such a, that's like, such a mom back. answer. I know. Like, and then get up and, and go back out there and face it. Yeah. <laughs> do, do whatever you want. See if I care. Like, okay, mom, thanks. <laughs> like, thanks, mom. It was very hard growing up in my house because my mom knew mm. everything. Like we couldn't do shit because she oh, was no. so like, I'd be like, oh, so I just gave up. So if I wanted to ditch, I'd be like, I'm ditching today. I'm letting you know now. I'm going to a party. There's going to be drinking. I mean, what else do you want from oh, me? Hilarious. You know, yes. and, my mom, and to my mom's credit, she was always very like, okay, as long as you tell me, it's okay, you know. I already knew, but. <laughs> like, you better tell me. So, uh, oh, no. I think that by the time I graduated high school, do you remember The Craft came out? Yes. Okay, so then The Craft comes out, and people are going to my house, and we already have a room that is dedicated to all kinds of Santeria things. We have a room that's just for spiritual things. You know, my mom's inviting my friends to the meditation circle. Wow. I grew up in a very urban area. I grew up like the city neighboring Compton. Oh, wow. Um, and we moved to Downey. But um, so it was very like, it was either Catholic or or nothing, right? Mm-hmm. But of course, the crap came out. Then all my friends were like, we want to go to your house. Like, what's your mom going to do? Like, oh, yeah. So then it was more accepted. Mm. So I think yeah. that as that progressed and I saw that people were not going to be so judgmental of me and so like, oh, this chick's fucking crazy yeah you're the cool girl now you're the cool girl (laughs) so we you know that really opened a lot of doors for me with acceptance and then my mom again I was like okay well let's do this again and she was like okay well let's go so she started teaching me how to control when people talk to me because you people think that being psychic like is like being able to fly right it's not so there's been times where I've had to read somebody and I have to say things that are very personal mm. and I'm human and, I, and I'm an empath. So I feel bad, right? Like I feel bad telling you certain things. I feel bad when I connect people to people on the other side and they cry. I feel, mm. you know, that although all the psychics that I've ever talked to are like, if they're not crying, it's not working. So it's like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm like, okay. So we we really developed and honed that ability. Um, and then around 21, I ended up going to Cuba and I did uh, the ceremony to become a, a full Santera. I had already wow. done a bunch of ceremonies. At 21, I did what's called a crowning ceremony. So they shave your head. Oh, what? 
they shave your head. So th- because you take a vow of um, it's like to be humble and you can't be wow. vain. You don't, you don't look in a mirror for a year. We wear white for a year. We wow. eat on the floor for three months. We sleep on the floor. We um, what else? There's a I mean, you can't go anywhere after six before six. We it's it's a year where you are supposed to be curing your psychic karma mm. and your worldly karma. So it's very lonely. Oh my God. I can't, I can't even imagine. I can't. It was, luckily for me, my family was religious. Mm. My mom and my sister had already done the ceremony. Um, and I was not a good yabo. I was 21. I mean, I went to Spain, you know, I was like, oh, end the story. <laughs> Enough said. I was like, my way and go to Spain, which I tell, every, I tell everybody now in hindsight, now that I'm older. I'm like, I should have just did it right. Like, I've been so blessed with all of these gifts that are not monetary, but other gifts that mean mm. more. If I would have did it right, imagine what else I would have gotten, right? Right. Wow, yeah. I did that ceremony, and then I didn't want godchildren. I didn't want to teach anybody anything. Mm. Like, it's really a progression. I think that spirit or source or whatever you want to call it, uh, my mom always tells me the universe's timing is always perfect. Mm. And it's very true. Like, I got into this thinking, I'm just going to do it for me. I'm going to do witchcraft for me, for me to succeed, for me to get what I want. For And now my house is always full, luckily. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of very good godchildren. I've had some very bad godchildren, too. But that's what happens. You, you take the good with the bad, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it progresses. My mother uh, owned a real estate company. My mother was a very successful person. And one year she gets a reading and the Orisha that she has crowned tells her, you're not going to work anymore. You're too stressed out. I'm done. I don't want anything to happen to you. I'm going to take you out. My mom was like, okay, all right. You know, like, yeah. I have, I have like 50 real estate agents working for me. Yeah, right. right. Okay. Yeah. So that was more than like 20, probably like 20 years ago, 18 years ago. She wow. hasn't worked since. She's, mm. she has not worked real estate in about 18 years. Wow. She has traveled every year of her life. Mm-hmm. She's in very good health. Um, she lives with me now by oh. choice. <laughs> and, um, when she's, when she moved in, when we, when we moved in together again, we really started working the religion again and working mm-hmm. to see because we would see a lot of things on, like, I would see things on social media and I'd be like, what the fungus is that? Like, yeah. that is so weird, you know, and you get a lot of people who watch the craft one too many times, mm-hmm. and the believers and things like that. And I saw a lot of negativity, like learn how to do hoodoo, voodoo to get somebody back. Mm. Your ex left you, let's make them impotent. You're the, like, what are you doing? Like, that's not. Yes, you can do things like that. Of course you can. You get taught the good and the bad. Mm. But whatever you're throwing out there, mm-hmm. one, you're you're not God. So whatever you think you're doing and there's no repercussion, mm. there is a spirit that's higher than you. You can yeah. call it God. You can call it Buddha, Yahweh, Joshua, whatever you want. But there is something higher than you that you're going to have to atone for in this mm. life. Mm. I don't believe in hell. And I don't believe in the conventional form of heaven. Mm. I think this life, you have to be very purposeful because in this life, you're going to pay, you're going to pay it in this life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
once that started, um, we just started really being blessed. We go to Cuba a lot. We do a lot of religious things. And then, and then the pandemic hits, right? The pandemic hits and I'm home one day and I'm looking at TikTok and I'm looking at Instagram <laughs> and I'm like, these people are lying. Wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the narrative. This is not true. So I started Ashe on Instagram and we are like, my, my store is very like new age. We mm. believe in crystal. I believe in crystals. I believe in sage. I believe in, I believe in herbal remedies because I think that people who like to compartmentalize witchcraft or magic, mm. it's incorrect. There's, you can follow one sect, I'm a Santera, but that doesn't mean that sage doesn't work. Of course it works. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that I don't have crystals. My altar for my spirits, I mean, it's ridiculous. I have like a million crystals because that's what I like. That's what mm. spirit and source has guided me to. So for me to stand there and be like, you're not a good Santera because you don't do it like this. No, yeah. there, there, there is tradition and there is ritual. But you also have to realize that whatever your guides are telling you is what's perfect for you. Mm. It's perfect for you. So I started to like think, how can I change the narrative of this being so Santeria is expensive. It's a cash business. And with any cash business, which is all religions, you get a lot of charlatans. Yeah. You mm -hmm. get a lot of fake people. Yeah. You, I've seen a lot of like new witches, I want to call them, that don't know what the shit they're talking about. Yeah. Or but, the Insta witch. Yeah. <laughs> the Instagram witch. Yeah. So, or, or you're posting and you're burning things and you're killing things and people love the drama, right? Yeah. Yes. They like the dark, the negative. That is what, yeah. Hey, that's so crazy to me. Like everybody wants to learn how to do something bad to someone. Why don't you focus and change the narrative and learn how to do something good for yourself? Yeah. Break generational wow. curses. Break the karmas that you're carrying. If you're a person whose family is unstable and nobody can ever get married and nobody can have a relationship, you should focus the magic on breaking that. Yeah. Right. Don't focus on this guy who left you that you now want to make impotent. Don't worry about him. Worry about you. Yeah. So I started a share. And then very shortly after I met Martin, who's my co-host on Bruja 101. Aww. Yes. And guys, if you don't know who Martin is, Martin Moreno, he is the infamous man behind a lot of fluffy's jokes, jokes. martin if, if fluffy being carlos carlos iglesias and if you guys know him then you know martin he is the opener for for fluffy so oh my God. very mm -hmm. well known um this is why when people tell me oh that's not true things you know don't happen the way you say okay i had no clue who martin was i've never been to a fluffy show in my life my husband came home and told me I listened to a podcast and he said he's like Sage. You should send him some. I messaged oh. my team and I said, Hey, I do say I, I wrap my own sage. Can I send you some? And he's like, Yeah. He added my personal uh Instagram and saw that I had posted some things about Santeria. And I messaged him because he was like, Oh, what else do you do? And I was like, Well, to be honest with you, I'm a witch and a medium. Do you want to come to a mass? And he was like, Yeah. Oh my God. So he came to a mass that I held at my home with my mom, which I know, crazy me too, right? Just come to my house. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're famous. You're not going to kill me. So, oh uh, famous last words. Uh, he came 
to my house and Martin tells the story all the time on, he has a uh, yo, yo, yo podcast too. Mm. And he came to my house and he was sitting in the mass. And I was like, you're a person who doesn't believe in that. You don't believe. And he was like, well, and I was like, well, you're carrying an amethyst in your pocket because you thought that this was going to be something like evil. And you think that that amethyst in your pocket is going to help you. And he reached into his pocket and he took it out and he was like, holy shit. And then other things happened that are very personal. um, But there was a lot of people making connections with him. And he was like, okay, you're the real deal. I've been to a lot of places. I've taken a lot of classes. And I was a guest on his podcast. And then now we have our own, you know. Um, And we're really trying to change the narrative of spiritualism and religion. Um, A lot of people think that all spirits are bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of people think they're all good and neither is correct. I mean, I've gone to someone's home. I think I was telling you, right. Mm-hmm. I went to someone's home who called me and my mom to tell us that there was something in her house. She didn't know what it was. And I love people because they always leave out things. Right. Oh, of course. Yeah. Until the last minute. Tell me about it. <laughs> I don't know how it got here. And I'm like, well, have you ever had any like trauma in your house? No. I was like, okay well could you come okay she knew my mom okay we'll go so we show up and we walk in and there's writing on the wall and I look at my mom and I'm like do you see the writing and she's like yep but there's no writing like only we could see the writing oh my god no. So I'm like, what the hell is this? So then that's the house where it's only happened to me twice where I've shared a psychic experience with somebody at the exact same time. Whoa. My mom and I are standing there looking at the wall. We look up and there's a lady with the body of a spider. I bullshit nope. you not. No. I, <laughs> no. I want to tell you that I'm a person who has all these gifts and I'm very blessed. I am the biggest chicken you will ever meet. Like, I am like, what the yes. fuck? You guys are two peas in a pot. <laughs> Especially spiders. Like, I'm out. I can't. Right? And then know. I remember looking at my mom. She looks at me and I'm like, did you see that? And she's like, don't talk about it. Let's just do what we have to do. And then, you know, we're talking to this person. And I'm like, okay, there's like something weird here. And then she proceeds to tell me her husband died in the house and he was really bad. And I'm like, you could have told me that before I showed up. Mm-hmm. So... There's de- I've seen things that are definitely bad and you mm-hmm. definitely have to get rid of them. Mm. And I think that people are in a misconception that you're going to light some sage and that spirit's going to leave. That's not right. how it works. It takes a lot of energy and a lot of spiritual work to get rid of bad things. Um, because places that you live in, even that you work in, hold energy. Mm. So Absolutely. And it, it feeds off of things. So that energy had been festering in that house for years. With nobody doing anything. Now, was that energy something that the occupants manifested on their own? Or was it something that was already there? Mm-hmm. So, so it was kind of twofold. Because her her life was very problematic with her ex who had died. Like, he was oh. just not. And mm. uh, he ended up um, dead because they hogtied him in the back of a police car. So, he was oh doing things that were already kind of shady well shady and he so the thought is that he was seeing someone to help him with his nefarious businesses with witchcraft and 
they were guiding him in the wrong direction. Wow. So that was already there, but then it became more, it got, it sounds, it got stronger because she made it stronger. Mm. She put mm. so much energy into talking about what a bad person he was, which he was, and kind of built a fear of him, even though he had passed away. Wow. So it just kept growing, but there was definitely something there. It wasn't just what she made up. It was definitely something there that had to be taken out of her, of her realm, um, of her home. And some things will never leave. Some mm. things are going to stay forever. And you just have to find a way to move them out. Like we had to find a way to move what was in the house outside of the house and give it a space. Like this is your space. You've been here 10, 15, 20 years, this is your space. Do not go in anymore. You cannot go with these people. You know, obviously that's not what we tell them, but you know, we do a whole bunch of ceremonies. Like I wish it was that easy. Like you, bad, go outside, but it's not, you know. So that, that was a time where it was very like scary because I had never seen something that was like half animal, half Mm -hmm. person. I was like, what the shit is like, I'm used, so to the, interesting. I'm used to like the very light ones, you know, like, oh, look at the white light. And oh, yeah, <laughs> yes. oh, okay. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your grandma's here. Your aunt, mm-hmm. you know, not this. Your half spider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, this is crazy. Charlotte Webb lady. What the hell's oh, going man. on here? No. So I definitely think that energy is kept in places. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I was telling Tammy when we saw each other, that was one of the times that I had like a shared experience. And the second time I had a shared psychic experience or clairvoyant mm. experience was with my husband, who's agnostic, <laughs> which is hilarious. We were on our honeymoon in Ireland and we were in Cork. And I remember oh, I love the story. <laughs> we drove to the hotel. We drove to the hotel. By the way, I have a fascination with Ireland and Scotland, and yeah. it has to do with with my own spiritual things because what is this Mexican doing in Ireland? Like, what is this? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, let's go to Ireland. So we went to Ireland and when we drove up to the hotel, I remember thinking this hotel looks weird, mm. but not saying anything. I was like this. Ho-, and my husband says, this is a weird hotel, right? It's on top of a hill. Like it's kind of weird. Right. And I was like, yeah, kind of weird, you know? So we go out, we're drinking, we come home, we're kind of drunk. And we're in our room and the rooms in Europe are very small, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we hear running and laughing little kids at like 3 Mm a.m. And of course they're like, oh, these fucking tourists, they let their kids do whatever (laughs) they want. I can't believe this. It's 3 a.m. I know the time change, you know, just totally. And my husband's like, yeah, whatever. So the next day we go to the bar and we're drinking and, you know, happens again. I'm like, so the day we're going to check out, we're drinking again. I mean, we're in Ireland. We're drinking all the time. So yeah, we're drinking breakfast. again. It's breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and I told the bartender, you know, everything was great. Everything was fine. But we, I want to know whose kids are running up and down the hall. Because I don't see them. Because at breakfast, I would look for them. Right? <gasps> Total Karen moment. I was like looking yeah. for them. <laughs> Scold and them. I was like, stop it. I'm going to hex you. But they, um. I was like, who is running up and down the halls? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah, who's running up and down the halls with their kids? And he's like, there's no kids here. And my husband's like, yeah, right, dude. Okay. You know, because previously I forgot to that. I noticed that the flooring in the hotel is uneven. So I, when we're at the bar with the bartender of the hotel, I tell him, why is the floor uneven? 
And he's like, oh, well, you know, this, um, the, it was added on after. Mm. You know, the, the hotel has a lot of parts. I'm like, okay. So we're talking to him the next day. He's like, there's no kids. He calls the front desk guy. He's like, show them. You know, they don't believe me. There's no kids. Show them, show them the itineraries for the rooms. And I'm like, okay, what is it? Just tell me the truth. And they're like, well, this used to be a Navy hospital. And then oh, wow. it was a mental institution. And then it was a school. Oh, my God. And, and then I was some other kind of hospital. I think like a mother's hospital to give birth. He's like, so we get a lot of people who are um, empaths and psychic who say they hear kids. I was like, what the shit? So my husband, who doesn't believe in anything, was like, you did this on purpose. <laughs> and I was like, why would I do this on purpose? No, I didn't do this. He's I like, know. he's like, I I'm going to explain it out. And we never could explain it out. And it was the second time that I've shared a psychic experience. Because we heard it. Like, you heard them. Yeah. Like, yeah. I their footsteps. It was not something. Both of I you guys. Both of yeah. you. Because I remember brushing my teeth the second night, and my husband's like, those freaking kids are running. Yeah. <laughs> but the hallway that they were running to didn't go anywhere. You know, like, it was just oh, room. no. The room. So I was like, oh, they're running to their room, right? Right. Like, mm -hmm. like, where the hell are they running to? There's no exit door. So I definitely think that there is psychic phenomenon almost everywhere. Yeah. Um, yes. I I also think there's fanaticism, right? Like mm -hmm. people get people get fanatical. They see the virgin in a tortilla. Like I think yes. those yeah. things religion tends to cause a little bit of mass hysteria. Yes. And there is a very thin line between mental illness and religion. Yes. Because the idea that you can be somewhat not of this earth for a moment is really appealing to people who have a lot of mental illness, mm. um, which is also something that I try to help with. Um, we get a lot of people who want to fix very worldly things with mm. magic. And there's some things you need to be on medication for, and you need a therapist, and there's no shame yeah. in that. And there's no, the, there should be no stigma in that, yeah. you know? Um, there have been cases where people are psychic and they hear voices and it, it's gotten to the point where they can't control it. There, there is that, but it, it's, it's very, you have to be very careful when people yeah. tell you, I hear these voices, especially if it starts with, they're telling me to like hurt myself. Yeah. So, they're schizophrenic. Yeah. You oh. have to be very careful. And I think the more that I see people because we do readings we'll mm -hmm. read you and our readings talk past present future and they're good for 16 days because every 16 days your auric energy changes oh wow so maybe today you're ide which means you're living your best life things are good um and then in 16 days you're sorbo, which means you're not living your best life things yeah. are not that good and mm -hmm. we teach people how to change that if you are osorbo and not living to your highest potential, we will give you things to do to switch the energy in your auric field. Wow. Because the, the, what people don't understand, and Santeria was a religion of slaves. It was people who didn't read, didn't write. It's a very oral tradition. Mm. There's still things that are very old school. There's things women cannot do. Um, there's things still, still. Wow. there's still. So you get a so I'm a person who's very like 
I'm independent. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Yeah. But, but I also have a lot of faith in my religion. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm going to die a Santera. That's it. I'm not mm -hmm. switching religions. So I take, I take everything, even when it seems sexist mm -hmm. and I, I read, I read a lot and mm -hmm. I try to tell my elders, okay, explain to me why I can't do this. And then they'll tell me, okay, read this, read that. And if it makes sense to me, it has mm. to make sense. Then I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. And I and I really think you can't be the cook, the baker, the candlestick maker. Mm. You got to pick what your field is going to be in anything. And I think that my purpose is to help people connect to their loved ones mm. and, who have passed and help people connect to their spirit guides and help them break these generational curses mm. that are not allowing them to live their best life. Wow. So I, I, I realize now that that's my path. I I'm trying to help people get more in tune with their spirituality mm. so they can live the ire as often as you can. Your life isn't always going to be just cause I'm psychic. Like my husband has a joke with me. He'll be like, you didn't see that coming. <laughs> you know? <laughs> He'll be like, see that coming you know just asking for it at that point yeah like, <laughs> so i do things to him on a side note just to scare the shit out of him yes. like all <laughs> behind the walls and stuff it's like yes. an ongoing house my mom's even in on it now so oh I now mean, he's got double trouble yeah yeah <laughs> scaring him even though he believes in nothing so I think that it's really important to change the narrative of a witch. What's a witch, right? Like, mm -hmm. Absolutely. you know, my, always jokes around. If you listen to our podcast, we'll be like, you would have been burned. You know, you would have been burned. <laughs> it's true. Well, literally. And I'm yeah. Like, well, I would have been burned. And so would he, right? Because right. his his re, his thoughts on religion and organized religion are very progressive, right? Mm -hmm. So, so at this point, I think that, that, the the whole purpose of our chat and even the podcast and even everything that we do is to try to help people like you want to try to help somebody you don't want to be that person who leaves a bad taste in your mouth for for right. anything spiritual right yeah. you know so we do i love masses i love seances like i love psychics i would go to one every day if i could but i can't but i <laughs> I totally would. Um, I don't go to them, but um, that's just because I believe that you carry ashe, which is what mm. my my company's called, in your mouth. The things that you speak have power. So I don't go to people to cast my my future to tell me things. One because I'm a santera and I have ita, mm. and two because what if that person is not doing well? What yeah. if that person is not taking care of themselves spiritually so that their energy is good? You mm -hmm. know. You have to be very careful of who you let read your energy, because mm. if their energy isn't aligned, if it's not good, what they're going to read for you is not going to be good. It's not. It's always going to be bad. Mm. Um, I'm very fortunate that I have a career, so this is not something that I do for monetary gain. But there's a lot of people who do do it for monetary gain. Right. And when you, when become, you become somebody's rent check, the narrative changes. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. With that said, Santeria is expensive. We do we do charge for readings, you know. But I mean, I've seen people charge, you know, I've seen psychics charge three hundred dollars for a reading. Yeah. And do you think that that's well with within Santeria? You think that is normal, or is that something questionable? 
here we go. This is how I get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> so I got into a little problem, a little spat a little while back because <laughs> I saw somebody posting that they were going to do um, their crowning ceremony for Santeria and they asked their followers to donate money. Wow. I then took it upon myself to repost it and say not to donate money because oh. there is a power in your sacrifice. Hmm. And part of the sacrifice is you have to work for it. You have to work for it because if it doesn't cost you anything, you're not going to care for it. Hmm. And just because that person had to do something doesn't mean her followers are responsible to finance her. And it was ridiculous. Right. So then, yeah. it, so then that happened. Um, so I think that you can set your price at whatever you want. Mm. When there's this outrageous cost, not only for a reading, but also for mm. classes. Um, when, oh, the, the most common one, this is a good one. When the first five sentences are, um, there's something negative. You have a curse on you. You mm. have dark spirits. You have a demon or two attached. Those are signs that it's a fake. It's a fraud. And um, I have I have sentences that people will come to me and if they tell me certain things, I'm like, no, like whenever they tell you when you want to do something, you do it. And when you don't, you don't. Well, no Mm -hmm. shit. everyone. Some days you wake up really happy and some days you wake up really sad. Okay. Um, There's a grandparent who wants to communicate with you. Very careful. I do think that grandparents do want to communicate with people. I do. Mm-hmm. But you should be able to tell me if it's a male energy, a female energy. Is it on yes, my that is, is what Dr. Lloyd said. <laughs> exactly what you're saying. Is it on my father's side? How yeah. did, they, did they die of old age? Was it tragic? Mm-hmm. You should be able to tell me these things. And if you can't tell me these things, you're lying to me. Exactly. I also, yeah. I also seen people do cold reads, which I hate. I also got into something about that. But <laughs> oh, I've seen psychics on TikTok live right? I love these psychics. They have people sitting next to them. I hope those people are fake. They have people, because it's sad, they have people sitting next to them and they'll start with, I see you're sad. And the yeah. people are like, yeah, I am sad sometimes. Everybody's sad, yeah. So, and then yeah. you've been you've been through a lot. And the person's like, yeah, I've been through a lot. Things have happened in your family. And then the person on their own will be like, I was abused. I was this. And then the psychic will be like, that's what I was going to tell. No, you weren't. That's no. fishing. That's what they call like. Um, it's, it's cold. The tr- yeah, fishing. Yeah. It's and it's all about, uh, what is it? Reading, being a mentalist too, is it, it, what comes into it. It's like you, if you know how to read a person very well. And mm. yeah. And it happens to everyone. It's happened to me before mm. I was. Before oh, yeah. It's happened to me. I've been in Cuba, you know, years ago. It doesn't happen anymore. But before, you know, in the beginning, I'd be like, oh, my God, mom, they're so. And of course, it'd be when I'd be by myself. Oh, my God, mom, they're so right. And then she'd be like, really, Tanya? (laughs) And I'd be like, oh, yeah, you're right. I told her, huh? So I think pricing, you can set your pricing. So this Mm. is how I feel about things. I think that if you go to a reading and it's specific, they're not going to give you their social and date of birth. Let's be let's be realistic. But it should be specific to you. If I read you and I told you your grandmother is blonde with blue eyes and you're like, no, my grandma is black and has brown hair that mm-hmm. oh, hello. <laughs> or, you know, so 
It has to be specific to you. Our readings are $45. I think that if somebody's charging you to read you, you know, I would say somewhere around that range or a little more, it's fair. Because mm -hmm. a reading really is the beginning. A reading is going to tell you, I'm on mm -hmm. the lower side of things all the time too. A reading is always going to tell you what you need to do. What do you need to do? What well, I, what do you need to do to, to get the outcome that you want? There is an element though where I think the flip side of this is that people, especially uneducated in our various experiences, right. expect free labor on the behalf of people claiming that they want to help people spiritually. And so like you're starting out like my goal is to help all these people and I want to do all these things. And it's like people equate that and they're like, well, then she must want to help me for free. Free, yeah. Help people. It's like, no, 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 no. I do want to help you. I but do. It, it costs me. It costs yes. me my energy. It is a service. Ability. You called it a gift. It is a gift. Like, yes. It is a service. I think when people get really stodgy about like associating money with spirituality, it's because you expect free labor from the people providing the service. Definitely do your due diligence. Like, I'm not trying to like get scammed yeah. either. But like. I you're totally right. I've gotten people who, and I mean, if you go to, I've been, I've been contacted by various people mm. who have given me pricing on various things. And I know that $45 is the lowest that you're ever going to see. Yeah. So I'm already trying to no, be it's reasonable. Yeah. Right? I'm trying to be helpful. And if I'm telling, and I will tell people when I read them, you need to do all of these things, but I am going to guide you to do them. Right. So to see if you could do it on your own, if you need my help, I'm going to charge you. I'm not going to charge you so that you cannot pay your rent or pay your car or do any of that. I'm not going to do that. I'm also not going to disappear if it, you know, like mm. people I've seen people who will pay a lot of money. It doesn't work. And then the person who they paid is gone. Mm -hmm. wow. What is that? I've heard stories about that. Yeah. If you're putting your effort, you have to be putting a lot of effort on your yes. end because I'm a conduit for these experiences. You have to put a lot of effort on your end. I'm going to put a lot of effort. People will tell me, well, I'm paying you to help me. No, you're paying me because I'm using my gifts mm. that have cost me a lot of money to learn how to use right. a lot of experiences. I've had to sit through a lot of things to become a palera in Palo Mayombe, you have to do penitence. Penitence is done on your knees, not for an hour, not for two hours. I have been in a cave in Cuba with bats for six oh, no. hours on my knees, blindfolded with people I don't know, taking a leap of faith because the because spirit guide told me to. Wow. And and I do most of my things in Cuba um, for myself. So you know. I'm not, you're not paying me to sit here with you. You're paying me for what I know. Mm. You're paying me for what I'm about to teach you that is priceless. Yes. I do think there's a narrative that if you were nice, you wouldn't charge me. I have done a lot of things for free. And I vowed last year, this is how recent I was doing things for free. Wow. Last November, I vowed never again. Yeah. Because it breaks my heart to see people who don't take advantage of all of this energy and love yeah. and you know what? And they don't appreciate it. So yes, I do think people need to charge. I just don't think it should be do I like my mom. She was charged an exorbitant amount of money in the eighties. She, these people knew she was getting the money from a credit card. They knew her situation mm. with their teens and they didn't give a shit. Like, to yeah. be honest, 
thankfully, she even says it herself. She's like, the best money I ever spent. I don't care. Aww. Because she adores her saint. She adores her Orisha. But what happens? I've paid for everything I've ever had to do. Martina and I were doing calculations the other day. And it was like, weren't you at the table? It was like ridiculous, the amount of money I've paid. Ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous in the sense that it's not tangible, right? Like, I could have, right. have part of a Bitcoin but I don't. <laughs> we were talking about the doge going to But what I do have is a lot of, a lot, I've had a lot of energy work done yeah. and I've, and I've been able to break a lot of generational things that now will not be there for my son. Wow. And my whole purpose in life is to leave my son in a better spiritual and monetary position than I was left in. So everything I do is for my son. But in order for him to be able to succeed monetarily, I have to clean the auric field around him. Yeah. You know, so my son started doing religious things at six months. Like me carrying him. You know, last year he did the Santo ceremony in Cuba. So right now he's in his year of wearing white. He, I, you know, I shaved his head. He speaks very little Spanish. That was, a good, <laughs> that was a good time. Uh, so he, you know, he just did another ceremony where he's, uh, he can play the sacred drums, which is another ceremony wow. that we do. Um, and all the purpose is to clean that energy so that you can live your best life. Aww. There's people who come to me and they'll have spiritual masses, which is my favorite thing. Mm. It's like a seance. There's glasses of water. We communicate with spirits that have passed away. We communicate with any spirit that wants to speak to you. And just by us telling them, you know, this happened when you were a child, this, 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 but this also, and mm. you know, you need to let this go. And I've had people, I mean, just yesterday I was talking to someone and, and he sent me a message. He was like, I want to tell you that since I met you and since you've been reading me, my life is better. Oh, that's like, awesome. You know, so that's what I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, I like sent him a message. I was like, don't make me cry. And he's like, no, that's you know, wonderful. Who I don't know in person. This is somebody who I've read. We, you know, he lives far. I've read him. I've told him what to do. He put a lot of faith. He was a person who already was into spirituality, mm. um, just needed guidance. And he's like, my life is so much better since I met Aww. you. And I'm like, oh, thank you. You know, so yeah, that's, that's the goal. You know, am I, uh, is it going to be a perfect experience? It's not. Mm. You know, is it going to take time? It is. I'm 21 years in this and I'm lucky enough to be able to turn off and turn on when wow. I hear psychic things. Um Sometimes I can't. I mean, there's been people even on our podcast that have gone on and the energy so strong that I've literally stopped and been like, I need to tell you something. Wow. Oh. Yeah, like, it's happened twice already. I'm so glad I'm not one of them. But Tammy's like, don't talk to me. Don't look at me. <laughs> Unless it's really great. Unless I'm going to be stuck in an elevator with Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Done. I'm fine. I will accept that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, unless we're going on vacation, no me toques. No yeah. me toques, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, two, two people on our podcast have come well, on, and I'm, and I'm always very respectful, and I'll tell, right. you know, one I told after we were done filming, I told her, I need to tell you something. Is it okay? Yeah. And she was like, yes. 
so I told her and I was, and the funny thing is she just came to pick up a baño for me and some oh. other stuff. And then another person who I told stuff started crying. Oh. And I told her, is it okay that I'm telling you these? Like, I feel bad. And she's like, right. no, I needed. And that person, I was like, so spirit always will surprise me in good ways. And after that reading, I thought about her for a long time when I was driving home. Um, Cause it was like a reading on the fly and I hate to do that. And I was like, what am I doing to this girl? You know? And she contacted me two days later and she was like, I want to tell you that since you told me those things, I reevaluated things and my life is better. I can already feel it going better and it's going to get Aww. better. And, I've, and I'm prioritizing certain things. And I was like, Oh wow. Okay. So I think that that's important. You know, mm-hmm. um, not every psychic's going to be good. Sometimes somebody has sat with me and I don't feel anything at all. And I'll tell them, you came in very blocked, very guarded. You don't want anyone to know anything that's happened to you. So I can't tell you what's going to happen because I need to have a base. Like I can't connect. Uh Yeah. And when that happens, I give people back their money and I'm like, it's okay. Like it just didn't happen for us. You know, Mm -hmm. this didn't click. click. It's just not going to, it's not always going to click. Um, I do like to get spooked though. I will, (laughs) I will purposefully I'm like, let me go to this person's house who says they have a ghost. Let's see if it's going to oh, happen, wow, yeah. you know? And then I immediately, I immediately regret it. I'm yes. Like, oh, I was going to say, do you regret it? They always do. I'm like, you have to really, really want that to happen and accept I immediately, it. <laughs> I immediately regret it. I, I went to Vegas to that museum, right? The haunted- oh, the Zach Baggins, the Baggins oh, yeah. Museum. I went last year because two of my godchildren did the ceremony where they were going to shave their heads and they were going to be able to go out. And they're like, we want to go to this. I'm like, okay. So there we go. A bunch of adults. There we go. So we go and we're there. And as soon as we walked in, I was like, the energy here is off. Like Mm -hmm. I feel good. And nothing really, I don't like dolls. He has a room full of dolls. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, that's that's creepy. I want to tell you, I don't like dolls, but we, we have dolls because we do a ceremony to them. So we have like five dolls. And but those whenever I say I don't like dolls, my husband's like, and the ones in the Santo room, I'm like, but those are mine. Uh-huh, yeah. Yes. Those are different. Those, <laughs> those are, are those are familiars and I know they're yeah. um but when we went to the they have a room with the Dr. Kavorkian's things. Oh yeah. And I thought mm. the room did I tell you about this, Tammy? I thought the room was on rollers. Yes, you did. You tell oh, everybody weird. what you felt, like what you, because so, it was so interesting and it was so spot on to so other the, claims as well. So the funny thing is we went like right when the pandemic, when they reopened. So you're by yourself, right? It's very small groups. So it was myself. Mm. And then it was two other people who were not in my group. It was three of us, four of us and two other people. So we go into the Dr. Kevorkian room. And as soon as we walk in, I'm standing kind of trying to read it, you know, and I'm like, oh, this room's on rollers. And I told the guide, I'm like, oh, you guys have the room rolling, right? Like, that's pretty cool. And she's like, I don't know, right? I'm like, oh, that's a pretty cool trick, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? And I'm like, well, the room's swaying and it's rolling, right? And she's like, no. And she's like, well, funny, that's, what else do you feel, right? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't feel good. So they have a chair and a desk that was his. So, of course, I mean, I'm not feeling good. So I decide I'm going to sit in the chair. Did I tell you? Oh, bad idea. No, you didn't and, tell me that one, girl. Alrighty. <laughs> and my, and my godson is like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I'm like, not now, Joey. I'm gonna pass out. So, um, 
I like lean on the chair and I, I decide not to sit because Joey's like very adamant for me not to sit. Don't sit. So we go into the next room. Like, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. So we go into the next room where they have the van and I'm like, bullshit. This room is on rollers. This room is on rollers. Like I feel physically dizzy. The room has to be on rollers. So I start telling the girl, I feel very like melancholy and calm and I feel like I'm swaying back and forth. And she's like, the people who we've had to come do psychic investigation have told mm. us that's how they feel. Because the drug that he would give would kind of kind of like lull you to oh sleep. Oh, my God. So, so this happens. I go wow. out. By the way, the house is dark. Have you been there? The whole house is like black. I haven't been able to go there because the uh, people I always travel to Vegas with don't want to go with me. So I'm like, damn it. You have to go. You have I to will. Go. It is on my bucket list. You have and I will stay in the pool bar. Yes. Per usual. <laughs> you have to come too. We're gonna go, we're gonna go back after November because my my godson who did the ceremony will be able to go back and I wanna go with you. Oh, I yes. wanna go with you, Tanya. Oh, wants to do a night tour because they do it and you hold a candle. Get out. Stop. I'm there. Oh, I'm there. Oh, God. <laughs> I want to tell you that during oh, the whole day, we're walking through the house. I'm like, no, 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 no. You know? Oh, so, no. So but it was we, in that specific space of the Kevorkian space is where you felt the most. Oh, so, it was the energy was so weird, like off. We went into I didn't feel anything with the Charles Manson things. And I have a theory mm -hmm. about the whole serial killer thing. OK. Um, I mean, I love serial killer documentaries, Same. right? I bought, I mean, I bought, I bought land in Oregon because I listened to that um, happy face yes. killer thing. Yes. And I was like, live here. Where did he dump the bodies? So, right. right? Um, I went into the, I think the things that people obtain from serial killers and people who are incarcerated and they pass hands so many times do not mm. hold that energy anymore. I think that it, it's passed, it's passed down so many times that it picks up energy. Have you ever seen a house that's left by itself? It will it will fall to ruins. Houses that are abandoned will start breaking down. Absolutely, yeah. Have You guys have to notice that phenomenon. If you leave a house and no one inhabits it, the house will start to fall apart. Fall apart, yeah. If there's no element for it to fall apart, that you, people will be like, oh, it's the wind. There would have been wind if I lived there. Right. The mm -hmm. rain would have rained if I lived there. Exactly. When a house is abandoned, there's no running water. There's less likelihood of things happening, but yet it falls apart because the energy, the energy in the house is off. It's lacking positive energy. It's lacking a vibe. So the things with serial killers, the, the things with serial killers that get handed down, I don't, I don't feel anything with that. I mm. feel like they are just. They're good to have, but not really going to scare me. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like it's not it's not going to be something like that. Um, I did feel something with what they had for the um, what was it called? That lady who died, the lady who fell off the boat. Natalie. Oh, Wood. Natalie Wood. Oh, Natalie Wood. Oh. Right. They he have, has something from the 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 boat, he, right? He has like a table and some other stuff, and I was like, oh. This is like a freaky feeling in here, but, oh. but that we have to go. We'll go in. We'll all go in November. You can be at the bar if you want. We'll yes. Thank you. We'll, go, we'll all go. I'll record everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, 
I do think that you have to really search out things that are truly haunted. Like mm. I do, I'm a person who is a skeptic, even though I'm religious, mm-hmm. I like to see things to believe them. Yeah. I need to see, and it has to make sense. So I always tell people if it doesn't make sense, it's not true. Like there can be a magical element to it, but it has to make sense. Mm. If I go to someone, Martina and I were just talking about this. If I go to your house and you're going to be my psychic and you're living in squalor. Yeah. You're not going to be my psychic mm-hmm. because you can't even see your way out of this situation. <laughs> yeah. like, you're not, not going to help me see my way out of out Like, of How can situation. you take care of someone when you can't take care of yourself right. kind of thing? Exactly. And, you know, that's why I love my religion. Like my religion, when you pass through certain ceremonies, they will tell people you can never have godchildren. You could never guide someone. You need to just work this for yourself mm. because you're a person. What, what they're really telling you is that source and spirit know that you're a person who needs to help himself. Yeah. To help yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not here to have godchildren to depend on you. Mm. Having godchildren is a gift. It's a lot of work and it's a gift. So in our religion, there are signs that come out and it says, no, you're not. This is a good religion for you. You're going to get everything you want, but you're not going to guide someone. It's not it's not going to. That's not your path, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, with that said, you know, I I talk to I talk to rocks and I, you know, throw coconuts to figure out what I'm going to do for the day. <laughs> So I'm very open to certain things, you know, um, which is how we decided that we were going to do something with you guys, you know, um, because I do think that there's a lot of psychic phenomenon happening that should get more attention Mm. as opposed to these people who are throwing sparklers on the floor and calling Mm -hmm. it a a curse, you Mm. know, like. Absolutely. you know, I I see a lot of things online and it makes me sad because mm-hmm. I think that one day my religion, you know, Santeria is going to die out. No, don't say that. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I think that people who are changing so many things mm. and and doing what they want as opposed to what we've been taught, the way that it should be worked is going to die out. You know, wow. we we as Santeros have what's called a letra del año, which comes out every year. And it tells you how the year's gonna be. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna send you a copy of it for 2020. Okay. So 2020, <laughs> when they casted the year, it said there was gonna be a plague. Nailed it. Uh, yeah. Got <laughs> uh, <Not> on. <laughs> and the plague was going to be um, viral. And it had to do with hygiene. <laughs> and it, I mean, it was like, right? It was crazy. Yeah. Totally Got on. And then this year, when they casted it for this year, it said this year that Source or Spirit or Lofi is getting tired of charlatans and people pretending to be magical. Wow. Showing people the wrong way to be psychic and people taking advantage of them. And that we were going to see a lot of false prophets and people claiming to be one thing or another. It also said the virus was going to, that there was going to be a second, uh, like a second virus. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I, no. I stopped reading after that. I was like, oh my God. So, but you know, that's the, that's, so we know a year, you know, on the 1st of January, how the year is going to go and we're supposed to act accordingly. But what has happened? People now cast these, these, these letras in their own homes. 
So how many of these are you casting? Like, what are we doing? Once you start working with elements uh, of nature, you start calling these things. Even if you don't know what the hell you're doing, you're calling something, yeah. you know, and then you're putting it on Facebook at, and TikTok and Instagram and you're wrapping your head and you have 27 of these on instead of three and you're, you know, you're telling everybody, I'm going to get your baby daddy back. I'm going to get your baby mama back. Like, what are you doing? Like, come on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've seen plenty of those on there. I just like, I just swipe. I'm like, I, I, I already can tell. Yeah. I already know. There, there, there's something to be said for religious etiquette yeah. and, and decorum. I think that the whole reason why, like, why we had you on, remember, I was like, you want to come on is because I follow your guys' podcast and I, and I mm-hmm. like that you are, it's intelligent. Like, did this happen or did yeah. it not? Like, I'm not going to, you know, like for, I mean, I don't know if I can cuss, but I'm not going to shit all over it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm also, right. but I'm also not going to drink all the Kool-Aid. Like yeah, what is happening kind of here? Right. Which, which is what we do in like Brujo 101. We break down a lot of like, okay, what's your what's your feeling on religion? What do you think about spirits? What do you, I don't know everything. I, just because I'm psychic, I don't know everything. And I'm here to learn. Yeah. And if somebody has something to teach me and they're put in my path, I'm gonna take that opportunity, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that people especially now have to be very careful who they trust with their energy. I mean, there does seem to be a lot of misconceptions mm-hmm. with Santeria. Can you pinpoint what is the biggest one? That is, it, it, is it a satanic? That we worship the <laughs> really, I worship the devil. That is something I've always heard constantly. Oh, it's evil. You're dealing with death. You're dealing with Satan. Mm. So we don't even really believe in the devil the way other people would, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. We don't. Well, first of all, I want to tell you, we don't have a pack with the devil. If we did, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> we don't. That's not something that we promote. I think that the misconception is we are Satanist and not Santeros. Mm. I think this sounds so much alike. Um and people have a misconception of Satanists too, right? So right. they've seen the believers. They think we're all going to sacrifice the babies. Oh, goodness, yeah. We're not going to do that. There's a lot of magic involved in our religion, a lot of energy work, a lot of the elements, um, plants, different things are very sacred to us. There is an element of darkness to it, if that's what you want to call it, where mm-hmm. you work with spirits. Have some spirits that maybe did not have the best life when they were here, you know? Mm. Um, but it's not what people think. I think that if you go to someone's house and they take you into a room and they have like a fake skeleton and a, like, no, that's not yeah. our house, you know? So I think the biggest misconception is that we're dealing with the devil, which we're not. And the, also the other biggest misconception is that Catholic saints have anything to do with us. Oh, wow. So, um, Santeria, there is, uh, there's a lot of people who will post a picture of a Catholic saint, like Santa Barbara, and be like, oh, that's Chango. That's not Chango. What happened was when the slaves came over to Cuba, Haiti, they had a religion. They had a religion, which is what Santeria is based off of. Mm. It, it cannot be the exact same religion because things get watered down, right? And they, mm-hmm. they came Africa to a tropical island. Hello, their rituals were not going to be the same. Mm, Um, But because they weren't allowed to practice their religion, they hid their deities behind Catholic images. So 
you'll see people who 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 are even you know Cuban, where the religion's from, and be like, oh, today is Saint Lazarus Day, you know, put the candles for Saint Lazarus. That's a tradition that's Catholic, and it doesn't have necessarily anything to do with Santeria. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to a Santero's house, and we'll have images of Santos, you know, different saints, but it's more because certain things just are are you're brought up with it, like oh, okay, somebody gave me this saint, I'm gonna keep it, you know. Um, but we're we're not Catholic. We are we're Lukumi. We're people who sacrifice animals when needed, and we have prayer beads and we have different things that are not Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I think that that eventually what is what is actually Santeria at the core will no longer be practiced because mm-hmm. there's so many people changing things up. Like I see people who will message me on Ache and they'll see necklaces and they'll be like, oh, can I buy one of those? And I'm like, no. Wow. Well, I could buy it online. You could. You could buy it online. Well, let me buy it from you. No. Why? Because I'm religious and those ceremonies are given in us. You know, the ceremony to receive these alekas, it, it's a ceremony wow. and they're blessed and they're fed, you know, and they're. And I'm not going to sell you one when they come in a set of five through a ceremony. You could buy them on Amazon. You could look it up right now and buy them. Mm. But those are not preyed on. They're not fed. And the point of having that, this this necklace, the protection that it gives you, you're not going to get by buying it on Amazon. No. But because people will sell you them, they'll sell anything to you, right? Yeah. Right. Um, I see a lot of that. Um and that's not correct either. You know, mm. um, a lot of people think we have to do with the Santa Muerte. That's not our cult. We're not part of that cult. Mm. There's people who there's people who do practice things with the Santa Muerte cult that do practice Santeria, but the two are mutually exclusive. They have nothing mm. to do with the other. Okay, um, that was my misconception. I always thought that they were kind of the same. Okay, no, yeah, but they're not. They're completely different. Completely different. Okay. I, I don't practice that at all. I'm I'm a santera and a and a palera. Mm-hmm. Um, palera means that I like it's so funny. I'm like it's not magical. I have a cauldron, um, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not magical. But I have a cauldron. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, so I have a cauldron mm-hmm. uh, because it's what we use to to work with spirits. Mm-hmm. So, but that's a different sect of santeria too. Um, so I think that those are the most common misconceptions. Mm. Um, there's a very, not anymore, but there used to be a big misconception that Santeria did not allow homosexuals. Mm. A very big one in the 90s, like very big, because certain houses would not allow homosexuals. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not true. Uh, it's like one of my favorite godkids is my gay godson, you know, because... I mean, it's just, he's like my little kindred, but there's, there's things that you, because of tradition, if you are somebody who is gay or LGBTQ, yes, there's things because of tradition you cannot do, Mm. but just like there's things because I'm a woman I cannot do, but Mm -hmm. it's not, you can't come to my house because you're gay. Like that was a very big thing in the nineties, you know, um, thankfully that's really moved a lot now and it's Mm. not so prevalent. Um, so those are like the biggest misconceptions oh and that i don't have any problems because i'm a santera oh is that, is that another one and your life is perfection and you hmm. do not have any problems i'm sitting here and money is falling from the sky I, I sense oh that's what we so they really believe like when you're a santera you, you like like you're pretty much 
um, have all this cash around you? I mean, people think, so a lot of people who sell drugs get into Santeria because they think that it's going to make them invisible. I bullshit you not. I met somebody at the Cuban airport once that told me that his godparent had given him a cloak of invisibility. <laughs> Sir, that's Harry Potter. You're very <laughs> he was You're now confused. Going to be, he was now going to be invisible. When he told me that, I was like, what? And I was like, that doesn't exist. And he's like, yeah, right. And I was like, okay. So I yeah. kept him on Facebook because he added me on Facebook from the airport. And like two years later, he went to jail. And I was, <laughs> I was like, how was that cloak going, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, did you send him back? <laughs> so, no, that's not, you know, will it, Santeria is, is not going to make you not go to jail. Mm. Santeria is going to guide you what you need to change in your life so that you won't go to jail. And let's say that you're already in a position where you're being sentenced, because I've had this happen. People have come to me where they're already getting sentenced to go to prison. And maybe if you were looking at 15 years, I can help you do some some work, some spirit work, and you're only going to do four years. Wow. I can do that. But am I going to avoid you paying for the karma that you may know? Mm-hmm. So, but um, I think in general, so much of society, especially now, like you mentioned, Amazon culture and like the need it, I need it now, and I need yes. a quick solution, and I want it instantaneous. And I think that that something that you kind of mentioned that really struck me is like, where is the future of these practices in that society? Because there isn't space in a modern capitalistic society for religion there isn't because it takes time and sacrifice and devotion to something greater than yourself like that doesn't exist anymore in the world the way that we're being told it's supposed to be so of course people are going to try and order these things on amazon and like do a little shortcut and like what's the fastest way to get the richest and it's like yes or go on tiktok and get the one minute video we yeah. used to, growing up, we would always kind of call it like the gumball prayer. Like, I just want these things like a gumball machine. And it just, it doesn't, it's just not the way that it can happen. And I feel like so rarely the questions and the answers are not what you think they will be, but they they are what you need in the moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But you didn't grow up in LA, right? You're not from California? No, I'm from Ohio originally. Yeah, I didn't get the vibe that you're from California. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> what made you think that? <laughs> I've, been here, I've been here for 10 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't get the vibe that you're from California. But I think, yeah, I definitely think so. I definitely think, especially in a society like, like politically, we're taught to be poor is a sin. Mm-hmm. Everybody hates poor people. Yes. But then religiously, we were taught as like Catholics, the meek will inherit the earth. So then you're like, what is this, right? Like, I get that a lot with people, you know, like, I don't think that I don't subscribe to a God that wants me to be poor. I don't. But I also don't subscribe to a God that wants me to take advantage of everyone on the way up. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that if you if you make it more about your spiritual journey, as opposed to like, your financial journey, things open up for you, you know, um, but I think the misconception is that we're like walking around with turbans or reading your future and give me your palm. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I guess we could do that, you know, any psychic, any medium 
who's who has any kind of clairaudient, you know, clairvoyant, I can pretend to read your palm and I'm not. I'm just getting signals, right? They're right. parlor tricks. Like you're taking that class. All those things were just tricks. Like, mm. you know, I, I throw the cards for myself once in a while, but all it is is a form for spirit to communicate with me. Mm. You know, I don't need that. I don't need to throw the cards, you know. Yeah. I don't you know, it's not that's not how it works. But I do think that that you have to be, especially now, like everybody wants to be a witch, right? Yes. Everybody does. It, it yes. Does I took these cycles though. Like you were talking about the craft. I always uh -huh. think about like the craft and Buckby and like all those like nineties, early two thousands, like charmed. female charm yeah. is such a good example. And we're kind of coming back around to that like witch talk and like the popularity of all of that is really like, like uh, on a surge but harry potter yeah harry potter is another one too yeah i remember taking a, I, I mentioned this in another episode uh i think it was with zachariah mm. and um mystic dylan at the mystic museum was doing an introduction to witchcraft and he did a beautiful I think it was a four week course of it. He, you know, brought you through the history of it. Mm. And then there was a night, I'll never forget it. The classes were, you know, they were reasonably sized. But when it came to the spell workshop that we had, it Let's was go. tripled in size. And I will never forget this girl that came in. She comes in like 30 minutes late. She's mm. like, okay, what do I do? Okay, I need, um, I need a, a potion or something. I need to make a spell work for, you know, an X. Oh no. She does the spell work and then she leaves. Ooh. And that was it. And I was like, X's. And it's that was it. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the X's. It's always the X's. Um, I think you can be taught magic. I do mm. think you can be taught magic. Mm -hmm. But I think there's something to be said for Ache. Ache is your ability to make things happen. Yeah. And everybody has the same Ache. And if you're, like every dog has its day. Maybe you did one spell and it worked, <laughs> but it's not going to work consistently. Yeah. And and what people don't understand with binding spells to bind somebody to you, yes, you can do that. Yes, you can get your ex back. Yes, you can. But you're going to have to redo that binding spell consistently. Mm. Yeah. You are shifting that person's energy that does not want to be with you mm -mm. to be with you. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is after you do it consistently, you're going to get tired of that person. I can hands down bet you. And then to get rid of that person is going to be a whole other problem. Oh, oh yeah. Remember the craft, going back to the craft. Yeah. yeah. And there's some things, those things are based in truth. There's some mm. things that are true. You're going to be, you know, you have to be very careful. I tell people when I give them things, you know, or show them how to do things, I'm, I'm going to show you how to do this in parts because too much too soon is never good. Mm -hmm. I, I'm 21 years in this and I learn every day Wow. and I'm not going to show you how to do something if your maturity level is not there mm -hmm. because that, that's not how it works, you know, mm -hmm. and spirit and spirit guides and things like that. In order for me to maintain the gift that I have to be able to talk to, to dead people, you know, um, I have to be, I have to have etiquette. I have to have some kind of moral compass, you know, yeah. right. Um, because the worst thing that could happen is I'd wake up tomorrow and not hear anything. And then it would be the worst thing, you know. Mm -hmm. So you have to, it's a gift that you have to continually take care of. Wow. And be careful with what you do with it. Yes, you know? absolutely. Um, but, I mean, 
I don't think that, I don't think I'm the only psychic in the world. I don't think that. <laughs> that, that's ridiculous. But I mean, I think I am a very, I'm part of a very select group of people mm. who are cognizant of the fact that there's a lot of parlor tricks. Yeah. And I'm glad that you say that. <laughs> and there's a lot of things that I can do. I mean, I've shown it to different people, people who have told me, no, she told me this and this and this. And I've been like, okay, look, and I'll say the exact same thing. I'm like, did she tell you like that? And they're like, yes. I'm like, hello. Like, yeah. that's not true. And I hate to break their hearts, but it's not, it's not true. Yeah. So if you're sitting in a reading and I'm not telling you, I have to tell you something that's so specific that only you and I know. Yeah. Wow. Like, I have to be like, you know, I'm not going to tell you anything, Tammy, but I have to be like, Tammy, you had a three-legged dog. And, uh, and it, <laughs> you know, it has to be specific, right? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, shit, I did have that three-legged dog, you know? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. what are the chances of having a three-legged dog, you know? Yeah. Uh, we had somebody on the podcast who's African-American, and she, she, she's one of the people who I had, like, that strong feeling with. Mm -hmm. kept talking about connecting to her roots and uh, her African roots, right? Wow. And when we were done with the podcast, I told her, I'm going to be honest with you, you keep talking about connecting your African roots. And I have to tell you something because it's bothered me since you sat here. Oh, and she's no. like, okay. I was like, well, you're not, you're not, you're not all African. There's a lady who's sitting here who's white and European, like, and she's English. And she's saying that you're named after her. And why do you only want to connect to the other side? Oh, damn. And she was like, that's my grandmother, and she was from England. Whoa. I do think she's <laughs> and I love her, and I love her, and we've created a friendship now, um, and I love her. Um, but it was like, it would have been, now, how easy would it have been for me to be like, oh, yeah, you should connect to your African roots. Yeah. That is total, right? Because, mm -hmm. But that's not what Spirit wanted me to tell you. Wanted me to tell you, okay, yeah, you have African in you, but you also have yeah. this English woman in the back over here, you know, so. That's what we've talked about. You see these shows like on TLC or any of the like bigger networks and it's every episode. It's a beautiful, loving message from, and it's like, that's great. And I love that for those people. And I hope that it's real. But part of me as like the skeptic is like, if my grandfather isn't saying something mean to me, it's not him. It's not him. Like, there's no way. And I think the truth isn't these, like, packaged little bundles that look good on a TLC show. So, like, in the long run, our job is to tell the truth mm -hmm. for whatever I've, that means for people. I've had people come to spiritual masses. And, I, you know, their, their grandfather, that's funny you said that, their grandfather has made an appearance. And the grandfather... Had made an appearance in the sense that we, you know, for mm -hmm. the for myself and my mom, who are seeing them psychically, and has been like, I don't believe in any of this shit. I'm an atheist, but I'm glad you came because I needed to tell you something, and I didn't know how the fuck I was gonna get the message to you. So and cussing <laughs> and, and, and talking shit, you know. And then as a psychic, you think about it, and you're like, I'm not gonna tell this person that. But then you have to learn how to let go because mm -hmm. the. As a psychic, spirit's guiding you. So you just say it. Look, there's a man here who says he's your dad and he's cussing and saying he doesn't believe in anything. And that person was like, that's so funny. In the car, I told my dad if he wanted to talk to me, to communicate with me through here, he was an atheist, never went to church, hated religion. Wow. So I'm like, oh, okay then, you know. Um, but wow. I definitely think that, that 
anything with with energy is is usually not it's not supposed to make things worse mm. it's supposed to make things better right mm. so you know and I, yeah and i think that you have to i mean like you're talking about that class you're taking i would love to take a class like that because i am like so big about you know i was reading they want you to they want psychics they that, that's the whole purpose of the ryan institute they, yeah is that they want you to they study psychical phenomenon wow. and they even lloyd who has told us you know he, he knows instantly when it's a when it's someone who's fake you know when mm -hmm. i want to he, he said many times you know i've sat through I've tried to sit through certain seances with certain psychics and the ones that don't want me to sit in it are the ones that I know are a fraud because they don't want me to, to analyze them or they don't yeah. want me to sit next to them or they have an assistant in the room and they don't want me to be in the room. Those are the ones that I, they like definitely spread out red flags. Mm. And assistant. My assistant. <laughs> you should. Martin, Martin's on a whole nother level. He wants to baptize people, but <laughs> but yeah, I definitely one. think I definitely think that if you're psychic, you should not be scared to be put to the test. Mm. But I yes. think that if you're, you're going to come in and completely block yourself and do energy work to block yourself just to set mm -hmm. me up to fail, mm. I'm going to call you on on it too. Because right. yeah. I've had people like that too. And I've been like, you did all this stuff to block yourself. And what are you, so do you want to know something or you don't want to know something? Because we're playing this game here. Like, what are we doing here? You know? Mm -hmm. it is a but yeah, like I, but I definitely think the more, it sounds so stupid, right? Like the reading rainbow was totally right. Like the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> you should, yeah, like a rainbow should come out of my head. Yeah. You should. You should definitely read as much as you can. Read, Absolutely. read, read, you know, and not only in your wheelhouse, you know, I'm a Santera, but I read about herbalism because I do a lot of spiritual baths that are to clear your auric energy. Mm -hmm. uh, so I read about herbalism. I read about, um, I'm really into psychic photography right now, spirit photography. Wow. Yes. Which I think is like totally fake, by the way. It is. <laughs> We're about to get into that, like, I think in the next class. <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm like oh. so but have I seen people capture look there's my dog have I seen people capture some form of psychic phenomenon on film yes yes it been as clear as Abraham Lincoln on my shoulder no but you never know right that's true you never know no that's I think what we talk about so much is like it's okay to not know and to stay open and it's also okay to protect yourself and not get taken advantage of. Like, there is a path to walk where, like, skepticism and wisdom can be met with, like, faith and hope that, like, there is something out there. Like, they are not mutually exclusive, but you don't have to just choose, like, well, I'm always closed off or I'm only believing, but I'll never have, like, any discernment. Like, it doesn't have to be like that. I agree. I agree. And I tell people to tell me, like, People will laugh. Um, you have to meet my mom. People will laugh because they'll sit in, in our seances and my mom will be like telling them things that she'll tell them. If I'm full of shit, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get offended. I love that. I know. Your mom is amazing. Like, 
offended because the ones who need to be offended are the spirits that are talking to me. So if they're full of shit, you need to tell me that's not true because mm-hmm. they'll know that they're making me. She's like, I don't look bad. They look bad. Yeah. I'm not. I, I'm a conduit to what they're telling me, not the, you know, so tell me totally. if I'm full of shit, tell me, you know, and when she would do that before, I would be like, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we made it, we made it to time. Tanya, thank you so much for being a part of our podcast. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you guys. It was we- so have to have you back on again yes. and oh, speak of speak of the devil look look come here mom <gasps> we get it's to be <laughs> i was doing a podcast and i can hear you outside oh, Tanya's mom. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you're blurry Tanya's mom. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you nice meeting you we were talking about psychics when they tell you well sometimes you feel like doing some sometimes you don't I have a question for you guys. Oh, God. Do you believe that you're born with a destiny or you make your own destiny? These are conversations at our house. Okay. I love oh, it. okay. I so, love do it. you think you're born with a destiny or you make your own destiny? I think you make your own destiny. Yeah, I believe you can make your own destiny. I think that you're born with a destiny, but you can change your destiny. Whoa. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Think about it. Because when you come to Earth, when you're born, you have your destiny. Mm. You can change it. Were you thinking about this getting a massage? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice, so nice meeting you, you too. <laughs> yeah, we got her on our podcast. <laughs> I love it. She's like, Aww. she's like, this is what I think about when I'm getting a massage. Like, that's amazing. Love it. I love it. <laughs> Tanya, where can people find you? Where can people? I- I don't want to say stalk you because you get enough of that. But where could people, no yeah, no stalking, contact you and Ashe Imports? You can find me at Ashe Imports on Instagram. Um, our podcast is called Brujo 101, and it's about to be out on all platforms, hopefully by next Monday. You definitely have to catch the episode with Tammy. It was good. It was good. Mm. Uh, and yeah, uh, Ashe Imports on Instagram. Um, you can just DM me through there. We do readings in person and online. Um, and yeah, we're just trying to help with the good energy, spread the good vibe. Yeah, we need it. We do need that. And the world needs more of more Tanya's and more yes. Tanya's mom. Of guys. course. She did. She made a beautiful entrance. (laughs) It was a surprise. It was meant to be. Well, thank you so much, Tanya. And guys, don't forget to follow her and follow Brujo 101 and stay tuned for many more amazing episodes with Brujo 101 and, of course, Hollywood Paranormal. Stay Hollywood, guys. And thank you once again, Tanya. Thank you. Bye. Another huge thank you to our special guest, Tanya of Ashe Imports. Please go follow her on Instagram at Ashe Imports and tune in to her new podcast with Martin Moreno, which is called Brujo 101. It's going to be a very funny and very interesting and very mystical podcast indeed. If you want to learn more about Holly Weird Paranormal, then you can do so by heading over to our website. That's hollyweirdparanormal.com. There you could get caught up with our past episodes and seasons. You can also read our bios, 
follow us on our social medias and also link to our Patreon page. Yes, guys, we have a Patreon page. We have a secret podcast society called Saturday Night Ghost Club, which is a perk when you join just for as little as $1 or more per month. You can definitely be a part of the Holly Weird Patreon group and tune into some scarier stories on Saturday Night Ghost Club. I collect ghost stories from people off the street who are my neighbors, my friends, my acquaintances, and trust me, everyone has a ghost story that they're dying to share. And speaking of Patreon, we have a couple of new patrons that we want to say a huge thank you to. Thank you to Tara Patterson and Jackie Drum for your donations and becoming a part of our Patreon page, becoming a Holly Weird producer, because without your help, we wouldn't have this Holly Weird train a move in, of course. And that also goes towards our current Patreon members. Thank you guys so, so much. You always make Bryce's stubble or his beard cry because he's always in between facial hairs, but here we are. But another thing too, you're also gifted in stickers, pens, a coaster to rest your nice iced coffee or your tea and also magnets and a thank you card, of course. Another thing too, if you have a scary story submission for our Listener's Tales episode, you can do so by forwarding that to hollyweirdparanormal at gmail.com. You could type it up or record it on your voice memo on your smartphone or Android and just send it over to us. We really enjoy doing those episodes and we know that you guys are always dying, no pun intended, to tune into those Listener Tales episodes as well want to find us on our social medias then you can you can find us on instagram tiktok and facebook at hollyweird paranormal and twitter at hwp podcast if you have a few minutes to spare if you can head on over to apple podcasts and write us a little positive review give us a five-star rating it really helps us indie podcasters out it helps us become a little more visible okay friends we hope that you guys are taking care of each other, that you're staying safe, that you're staying healthy, and most of all, that you're staying Holly Weird. Till next time, friends.